0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 64 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts we all agree to live by, including my co-host Buck Grundle's dogs, who just decided to bark and yip and carry on when I started this podcast. But once again, I am your host, the Raspberries with my co-host, the Buck Grundle, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. How's that, Buck, for just like hey, going man. seamlessly through that shit, huh? How you think of that?
1: That was that was pretty righteous, my friend. That was pretty <laughs> righteous. Um, you want to you want to hear a hip little factoid about your dear old friend Buck Grundle? L-
0: let's hear it. Let's, I'm sure the, the the fans of the Social Liability Podcast would love to hear a factoid.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. My name in Spanish is Buck Grundle. And it has
0: what to do with your barking dogs.
1: Nothing. They're chihuahuas. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just try, you know, I mean, like if
0: I'm going to appropriate your dog, I might as well appropriate the rest of their culture. Well, I, you know, I, for one, am actually getting a new dog tomorrow. So I'm kind of hoping that he's not a barker, even though the breed is known for being a barker, but I anticipate them being much more well-behaved than your chihuahuas
1: yep you know what i mean you wish in one hand shit in the other Raz. you're gonna have a barking little shit dog and the second that little shit gets home it's gonna wrap you right around its forepaw and you know whoever thinks that that's uh, the family dog is gonna be wrong that thing's
0: gonna start going to work with you man you wait Well, I got a vest for it and everything. It might. But let's get... I already... Yep, yep. Let's get kicked right off into this. We're going to start with my favorite website, Buck. And this is the Tampa Free Press. As a Florida man enjoys stealing catalytic converters in broad daylight. Deputies are searching for a Florida man who has a bit of a habit of pulling up to vehicles, crawling underneath, and removing their catalytic converters. The incident pictured below video occurred on July 29th in Port Charlotte. The individual seen here has been identified as Jason Fisher, 46, and is, is the suspect in another catalytic converter theft as well. Fisher pulls up, pulls the heist off in under 1 minute and 30 seconds with no lift. The question is, why does it take an auto shop 3 hours to perform something much less extensive, like replace a tire? Just saying. Thank you, thank you, Free Press. And there is actually like time-lapsed videos of this dude. He taking a catalytic converter in one minute and 27 seconds without even anything he literally just pulls up gets out of the car snatches this thing and is gone (laughs)
1: that's
0: uh that's that's
1: actually pretty impressive man i mean i gotta i gotta hand it to that guy you know that's so so (laughs) minute and (laughs) under a minute and a half for a catalytic converter dude I mean, this guy is
0: seriously, seriously misusing his aptitude. See, I, I am not a mechanic. I don't work on my own cars. Uh, my wife changes my oil. But I know that that's, that's kind of a—that's that's, that's a, it's a pretty impressive feat. Let's just be honest. And I think they bring in a good point. Why does it take a, a, a garage three hours when this guy can do it in a minute and a half? The, yeah. In all seriousness, let's be honest here. Because like, when I lived in Pennsylvania, I had to go and it took me weeks to schedule a freaking oil change. I said my wife changes the oil; she used to, she doesn't anymore. Uh, so we would we'd call up, okay, yeah, drop it off in the morning, and it'll be ready sometime in the afternoon. <laughs> okay, and that was and just what I accepted. Once I moved down here. So I was looking for... I was like, give me a, a reputable mechanic to get my oil changed. And they were looking at me like I had two heads. Like, why would I go to a mechanic? There's this place, dude. I pull up. No appointments or anything. You literally pull up. And they wave you in. You pull into the garage. And before you even get your window down, you can feel something going on with the car. Because you just drove over a pit. And there's a dude down there draining your oil as soon as you pull into the building. And then they said, well... Uh, what?" you know, we're going to change your for changing your filter out. We're draining your oil. Do you want synthetic or a regular? You tell them, and they go, okay. Uh, but they, you pop the hood. They go over there. They pump it out of a barrel. They fill, You're out of that place in less than five minutes. You, they come out with a card reader. You swipe your card. Boom. Boom. Gone. Less than five minutes before an oil change.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's... It, right, and this guy does a, a whole, like... I have to. I have to confess. I am also a little deficient in the area of mechanical aptitude. Um, you know, I don't know shit about changing anything on a car. Not even the. Not even like nothing. You know, I know where the key goes, and now they got push button starts. But either way, those are awesome. You know, way. <laughs> either 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 freaking way, either freaking way. Minute and thirty seconds for a catalytic converter, like and. I just like I said this is this guy is just misusing. This is wasted like, talent. He, he, yeah man he could be making like bank like he doesn't even need to be like a, like an awesome like you know like Mazda dealership mechanic. He can just be like you know a diesel mechanic you know like those guys are specialty mechanics as well. I know I say just a diesel mechanic but I mean you know they're the machinery's a little bit, you know, less fine, I guess, well, would see, be a way of putting it. Yeah,
0: we, we we're talking about this guy as though he's got like this special skill and he should be in a different field, but something tells me he's going to be a lot like somebody we've both met in the past. Uh, I'm going to talk about when I worked uh, in corrections. I was, for some reason, somebody had a gr- gr- brilliant idea of, <clears throat> we're going to use the work release inmates to, in the kitchen for the main facility, so the work-release inmates who had access to the most contraband of anybody were walked up to the main facility and let loose in the kitchen where they could d- deliver anything to anyone. Brilliant idea, dumbasses.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, hats
0: off to the the organizers of that heist. Brian Clark. Anyway, so th- this whole thing's going on. As we're walking up there, one of the inmates turns to me and says, hey, I have, a, I have GED class tonight. I said, okay, that's like four hours away. No problem. I'll come up and get you in about three. I'll bring up a replacement. That way you can get a shower and everything before you go. I go before I about that. Is anybody else going to go to GED tonight? One other guy raised his hand, and they turned and looked at this guy. His name was Felton. And they said, Felton, why don't you come to GED with us tonight? And I said, if you want to go, you can go, man. It's open to everyone. And he says, you know what I'm going to do when I get out of here? I'm going to rob people do you think I need a fucking GED to rob people? I said, fair enough. <laughs> that was the... Yep.
1: What was it? They paid him like 19 cents an hour. I don't even
0: know. <laughs> so, it's like, all right, man, 19 cents an hour it is. <laughs> but, you know, that, that's the thing. This guy, once they catch him and he goes into jail, you think he's going to go out and be a mechanic? No, he's going to freaking rob people. <laughs> Well of course it doesn't
1: change the fact that he's seriously misusing a uh you know a very a very you know useful talent. But either way, you know, just to keep this going along, I'm going to give this guy
0: a 2. You uh, know, he's he a social liability score of 2 to me. See, I I'm going to also give him a, a lower score than I normally would. Now, if he was stealing these off of brand new cars, I'd be like, "Dude, you need to have your head crushed." But uh if you look at the cars, he's finding old junkers and Getting underneath them, they're probably cars that are on their last leg, anyways. So is he stealing? Yeah, yes. I mean, is he affecting more than one person? Possibly, because it's a family. That might be their only form of transportation, even if it is a junker. Um, but he's not doing anything violent, so I'm gonna. That kind of lowers the score for me as well. So I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna give him a two. So yeah. moving on, this is being reported by CBS Four Miami. Florida man found skinny dipping stranger in backyard pools in punta grande a man returning home from an afternoon doctor's appointment was greeted by a naked stranger in his pool at first he only noticed clothing scattered about the lanay when he looked around he found a nude woman in his pool and called the sheriff's department i found a naked woman in my backyard i'm not sure i mean i'm probably thinking to call the police but might not be the first thing i do (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, there'd be some Q&A before the cops got called. I'm just saying, you know, just just between you and me and everybody else.
0: (laughs) When Charlotte County Sheriff's deputies arrived, the woman later identified as 42-year-old Heather Kennedy was reportedly hostile toward them and demanded they leave her alone. Deputies had to ask Kennedy several times to get out of the pool and get dressed. Once dressed, when deputies attempted to detain her, she pulled away and said she was not going anywhere. Kennedy was taken into custody and then to jail where she refused to give her name. The sheriff's office was later able to identify her by using previous jail booking photos. Kennedy has been charged with trespassing and resisting without violence. I love when people say, I'm not going anywhere. Name one time that has worked. Mm. (laughs) I don't, you know what? I bet you we
1: can open a book and go back through the annals of history. to like all the way back to like before the bronze ages to everyone who said i'm not going anywhere and i don't think i i i don't you know excluding maybe an anomaly or two by saying i'm not not, by saying
0: i'm not going anywhere pretty much guarantees you're going somewhere (laughs) right it's like by the time that leaves your lips, you've
1: got nine toes out of whatever door you are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she said they said but they could kind of contradict themselves a little bit though. They said she was being hostile and she pulled away and, and she was not going anywhere and and, and whatnot, but they resisting arrest without violence. So I mean her hostility might have been like F you, you know. <laughs> I, I, I
1: I'm gonna chalk that up to this this being just what it is and them trying to like add some sizzle to the steak this is this is true like know, it's like eh, it is just a naked lady acting like an asshole so we got it we got to throw something in there to like you know
0: eh, you know grab 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 the reader you know there's there's no there's no pictures of miss kennedy in here and the fact that she was charged with trespassing and resisting tells me that they didn't like what they saw. Because typically, <laughs> the naked woman charges don't usually amount to much.
1: And if it was somebody like super-duper hot, I'm sure it would have been a story about police invited to a barbecue after a guy finds a naked woman in his pool. <laughs> like... I'm, I'm sure that the headline would have been drastically different.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, Buck, we're going to go right back to my favorite website, the Tampa Free well, Press. I'm going to get.
1: Uh, oh, oh no, 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 God, no, no, we no, got to give her a score. Yeah, don't we? yeah, she's getting a two, man. She getting? No, I don't, I don't even think I'd give
0: her a two. I'd give her a one. I mean, I'm kind of there with you. She didn't. I, I have a real hang up about people. Coming in my yard, I really do. Uh, I have a fence. If you're inside my fence, you don't belong there. I do. I I, w- I was literally like just fuming today dealing with the cable company because we have an easement. Well, no, your easement ends about ten feet that way. So f you. Uh, anyway, so I, I can see being upset with somebody in your, especially somebody who <laughs> is just there, you know, whipping their schnaivits out. So I'm. Um, yeah, but she didn't. According to her own stuff, that she was nonviolent. She probably a mental health aspect. Nobody was harmed, uh, and this guy's got a good story to tell. So yeah, I'll give her a one.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah it's a, it's a it's an isolated incident, and it's uh, it was an e, it sounds to me like it was something that was just you know oh, oh egad, and then easy peasy
0: egads egads there's titties in my yard. <laughs> Well, again, though, we we, we are going to head back to the free press, which I love. A Florida man and woman arrested on Hawaiian vacation with fake vaccine cards. A Florida couple was arrested in Hawaii late, late week. Wait, let me start that again. (laughs) A Florida couple was arrested in Hawaii last week after police say they tried to use fake vaccination cards for themselves and their two children during a vacation. According to the complaints filed by the Hawaii Attorney General, Enzo and uh, Daniela uh, Dalmazo, looks right were each charged with Danielle facing three charges that included two for their children. According to the report, the couple tried to use fake vaccine cards for their two children, who were born in 2016 and 2017 and were too young to have been vaccinated. The Florida couple is being held on $8,000 bail and have since posted. The arrest was part Hawaii's safe travels program that states, one, travelers entering the state of Hawaii can only apply for limited uh, expansion from their mandatory 10-day self-quarantine under Governor uh, IGE. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Under his, the governor's emergency proclamation, all travelers entering the state of Hawaii must self-quarantine for 10 days unless they obtain an exemption. All travelers entering the state of Hawaii must also complete a safe travels form available from the Department of Transportation. Inter-island travelers are not subject to quarantine. Travelers entering the state who have been fully vaccinated in the United States may bypass quarantine without a pre-travel test. The vaccine record document must be uploaded to safe travels or printed out prior to departure with a hard copy in hand when arriving in Hawaii. The FBI FBI have been warned Uh, about those making and using fake vaccine cards as it is illegal the unauthorized use of an official government agency seal is a punishable offense a licensed pharmacist was arrested on tuesday in chicago on charges related to allegedly sale of dozens of authentic center for disease control and prevention covid 19 vaccination cards on ebay according to court documents in march and april of 2021 uh, Tang Tang Zhao, 34 of Chicago, sold 125 authentic CDC vaccination cards to 11 different buyers for approximately $10 per card. Zhao was a licensed pharmacist in Illinois and was employed at Company One, a pharmacy that distributes and administers COVID-19 vaccines in its physical locations nationwide. So, uh, they, in order to bypass the 10-day quarantine period, they were obviously unvaccinated, and decided to uh get fake cards and bypass that so they can gallivant around uh the tourist attractions of the great state of Hawaii
1: all right so before I get into like the actual like subjects here of the article that pharmacist gets a five in my opinion like just completely side side track from the article forging those kind of documents and dispersing them that's that's pretty sinister to me, but either way, back to uh, back to the issue at hand. Regardless of personal politics or how you feel about vaccines or you know things of that nature, you know, because uh, it is absolutely one's right to not get the vaccine. It absolutely is. However, <laughs> however, you know when you go as far as forging documents for you and your entire family to just go off and gallivant around a state where there are laws in place stating that you absolutely cannot do what you are doing like that that's that's outside of personal politics that's outside of personal rights or whatever You know, you have the right to not get vaccinated. But when they make a law stating that you can't do something unless you get vaccinated. Well, by by giving up your, you know, by exercising your right to be back and not be vaccinated, you're forfeiting your right to, you know, essentially that ride in the park. You just you just can't do that,
0: you know. Well, like, here's the de- there are here's, laws there here is the definition I like to give people or not definition rather but rather the, the example I like to give people your rights end where mine begin your rights yeah. do not trump mine and when they have made restrictions if you don't want to get vaccinated fine don't get vaccinated but you have to comply with those restrictions now do I honestly feel that this is something that you should do Absolutely, you'll never get me to say yeah. anything otherwise. I have two hundred employees and I am down um about fifty to sixty of them because I just heard my phone go off again so as soon as the podcast is over, I'm going to deal with that uh, I'm this is getting bad. I have known more than a handful of people have died at this point, and I am every day I am stressed out because of this and because your ass did not want to get vaccinated, but you still want to travel around and, and and do everything that you want to do. And there, there is an honest to God story. I wish I could tell on this podcast because it is happening right now. Of somebody who did something very similar, I just can't talk about it. Uh, Hopefully someday I can, because I will do a whole episode on this. Unfortunately, because of the line of work I'm in, I can't talk about it. And it, it is literally like turning my stomach right now that I can't. So, uh, well, you know, but, but,
1: but, you know, back to the meat and potatoes, man, you were, you're right. You know, you your rights stop where my rights start. And these people, and, and again, if you don't want to get vaccinated, you know, I'll, I'll just keep my opinions to myself on that. But that again is your right. But stay the fuck at home. You don't, you don't have the right to you know encroach upon the well-being whether it's you know factual well-being or perceived well-being it's real enough to where people are making fucking laws about it you don't have the right to circumvent the law in order to get your own fucking way that's not how the system works unfortunately this is a part of life where you just can't have your cake and eat it too you just can't you know for me that, uh, that i'm, I'm going to give that i'm going to give that a, a liability score of a 5
0: i'm right there with you buck they're getting a 5 now yeah we're just going to leave it at that we're just going to give her give her and him a 5 and be done with it if i could give them a higher score for dragging their kids into it absolutely yeah
1: oh that 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 goes into my that goes into my rating man using your children as human shields that, that's probably what they did. But I brought my kids out. No, 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 lady. No.
0: <laughs> nah. All right, Buck, let's talk about our next story. <laughs> this is being reported by NBC News. Don't duct tape unruly passengers, United Airlines says in a memo to employees. So have you seen, like, all the stories lately of passengers getting duct taped to their chairs? no no i have not so i am i am you you've piqued my interest here so there's there's been people being complete asshats and like having mental breakdowns and stuff of that nature uh one woman who was claustrophobic or something on an airplane and decided she was gonna go out through the door in mid-flight um they got some duct tape and they duct taped her ass to the chair um united airlines is telling their employees yeah let's not do that Personally? Well, let's read the story first, then we'll talk about personal stuff here. Unruly passengers have been duct taped to their seats on other carriers, but United Airlines officially wants to make clear they do not endorse this practice. Please remember there are (laughs) designated items on board that may be used in difficult situations. The alternative measures, such as duct tape, should never be used. Uh, John Slater, Senior Vice President of In-Flight Services, told employees in a memo on Friday... He encouraged crew members to follow de-escalation practices and discuss the quote solutions with the captain, customer service representatives and ground security coordinator for elevations and solutions according to the memo. Yeah, someone's acting like a complete fucking lunatic. I'm going to I'm going to well, let's get a group together and let's fucking ask A United spokesperson told NBC News that the policies were not new. The memo comes amid a spike in dangerous behavior involving unruly passengers, including recent incidents where passengers were restrained using duct tape. Earlier this month, a Frontier Airlines flight from Philadelphia to Miami uh, duct taped a man to his seat after he groped two flight attendants and got into a physical altercation with another. In July, a woman aboard an American Airlines flight from Dallas to Fort Worth to Charlotte was duct taped to her seat by flight attendants after she tried to open the door mid-flight, as I was saying earlier. In a typical year, Federal Aviation Administration said the agency sees 100 to 150 formal cases of bad passenger behavior, but from the start of this year to May, the number has jumped to 2,500, including 1,900 passengers who refused to comply with federal mask mandates, according to the FAA. Um, I'm sorry. I'm in a flying death tube. If someone is... You are... (laughs) Okay, you don't want me to have duct tape? Fine. I'll just knock them the flip out. How's that sound?
1: Fuck yeah! I'm not flying on American Airlines now, motherfucker. I'm gonna... Because now I know...
0: Well, what, are, uh, what are they going to the, do? Well, Somebody no, acts
1: no. like a fool. Or First it? off, if it wasn't nah. American.
0: If it wasn't American. It was United Airlines, and I wouldn't fly United well, anyway because United sucks ass. It is one of the worst airlines in this country, and I would never fly it anyway. But if they, if we're going to start banning them from being able to restrain these psychopaths from now on, I'm going to nope. bring, I'm going to bring on every flight oh. my emotional support brick, and I'm going to use that to subdue <laughs> unruly passengers.
1: Buddy, I'm in a wheelchair, and I'd rather fucking walk. <laughs> I just, am just saying, man, because I when we're, when we're when we're six miles above the Earth, okay, <laughs> just, when we are six miles above the Earth, and somebody thinks that they are gonna open the door. I don't care what your reasons are. Oh, duct tape better not come out of the field of play, man. That, that better be one of the first fucking things you grab. Like, like, oh.
0: So, so, I, so I come, oh, no. so, so I come up with the comment about the emotional support brick, and you're like, oh fuck you." I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna throw the wheelchair Trump card in there. Hey, man.
1: You know what? That comes with the parking
0: pass. <laughs> I can just but, I, but I get no—throw it on. I get no credit for emotional support brick.
1: Well, buddy, I'm sorry. You know, I I got people for that.
0: <laughs> I haven't had to care
1: of my own tools for a while.
0: Okay, how about this? I'm gonna grab someone's emotional support ostrich and beat them to death with it. How's that sound? That would be foul play. Oh my God, God, no!
1: Oh, no, you opened
0: the door
1: and you fucking rolled no, no, it. Yeah, I rolled right in. It's like there's a ramp. But anyhow, nah, man, nah, It's just thirty-six thousand feet in the air, man. So, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Do you duct tape, knockout? Chloroform, park the meal cart on them, have somebody sit on them. I don't give a shit. I got MS and I have muscle spasms. And if I were spasming out really bad, and they were like, "Hey, for the safety of everybody on this plane, we're gonna have to duct tape you to your seat," at least until this passes, I'd be like, "Go for it." You know, I'd be like, "Yeah, I got Catherine here to just itch my nose in case that happens," and then you know, I'm good. You know, duct tape me, I'd be all on board. We're thirty six thousand feet above the. Above the earth. We are so dead. If somebody opens that door, duct tape, light them on fire and throw them in the bathroom Let's not care. let's let's
0: not start a fire on an oxygen rich environment, okay? <laughs>
1: I don't get... You know what? If I gotta roll the dice in this gambit of life, I would rather take the fire over the instant depressurization of an
0: airplane six miles above the Earth. No thank you. So I'm gonna go ahead and give United Airlines a social liability score of, are you fucking crazy? (laughs) Uh,
1: You know what? I mean... uh... I'm I'm gonna yeah,
0: I'm I'm gonna give them a solid three. Well, here's here's the thing. What I'm kind of reading into here, it, it, they do say that there are devices on the plane that they should use as opposed to duct tape. Now I want to know what that is, because this memo may be, so, this maybe this maybe getting read different. This may be like being interpreted incorrectly. Because if they, if there's like handcuffs and shackles in a bot in a bag somewhere, rock on, dude. And you just don't want to use duct yeah, tape because, you know of, what? because of the uh, the the visual and 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 the optics that it's going to be you know perceive because now everyone on that plane is going to be videotaping we know that.
1: <laughs> now think about think about it like this though, man. Like go back and I, you know we'll just touch briefly on this back back when we worked in corrections together. They had other equipment too, and we had to carry those restraint belts. You know, I never carried a restraint belt even once. Nobody fucking did, man. Nobody fucking did. We had an old guy who was, uh, you know, I won't, I won't name drop him, but he was an older gentleman. He was a Vietnam War vet, and he looked at me one day, and I was like, "Yeah, I never yeah. got trained on those." He, yeah, he goes, "Don't even worry about it." He goes, "You'd be dead before you got it on him." I was like, "Yep, okay." So, you know, if that, if that's the kind of other restraints or other methods they are talking about, grab the fucking duct tape. You know, yeah. United Airlines, uh, like I said, eh, they get it. They get a social liability score of a three to me because they may have other methods in place, but you know, putting out like a company like sensitivity training bulletin over somebody acting like a fool at thirty six thousand feet, it's like, all right, all right, all right, we're not gonna ban it completely, but don't make it the first thing you grab. Like that, that
0: would be me as a boss. Yeah. I don't think I put know, it in writing either. I just say, "Hey, tell your employees this shit, okay?" <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, like that—that that would be something like that we mention, like at the company meeting, like at the safety meeting before shift. I'd be like, "All right, FYI, we may want to just make a
0: mental note of this." Moving along, fun you know. stuff. All right, Buck, we're gonna go ahead and move on ourselves as a. Post from the Pensacola News Journal says narcissistic waste former Sheriff Morgan spends $75,000 of taxpayer money on statue of himself Ooh, former Escabana County <laughs> Sheriff David Morgan spent thousands of taxpayer dollars to order a life-size bronze statue of himself last year before the end of his final term in office Uh, The current sheriff, Chip Simmons, called the six-foot, four-inch statue, which arrived late last week to the sheriff's office, a brash, narcissistic waste. You don't make a statue of yourself, Simmons said Wednesday, and you don't use tax dollars to do it. Morgan defended the decision, saying it was not that big of a deal. (laughs) I was the sheriff at the time. Uh, I think people may be wanting to make more of this than it really is, It's just a statue of me saluting the men and women of the Escambia County Sheriff's Office and first responders that died on duty. It's that simple. The statue of Morgan was one of two statues that the former sheriff paid for out of ESCSO's general fund and cost $75,000 for both. He intended them to stand directly in front of the main entrance to the agency's headquarters as part of its monument to fallen officers. I have no words for this, but I have zero intention of placing this thing in front of our building, Simmons said. The other statue is a former ESCSO Lieutenant Jason Ports and a canine. Uh, Ports led the ES, or sorry ECSO's canine unit during Morgan's tenure as sheriff and has since retired. Both statues were designed and crafted by uh, Randolph Rose Collection Design Studios, which specializes in bronze work and is based out of Yonkers in New York. Ordering documents uh, obtained by the News Journal show that both Morgan and Potts posed to have their their likenesses photographed from 360-degree angles. The photos were mailed to a design company so that its workers would have the images off which to model the life-size bronze replicas. It's a likeness of me, Morgan said. They took photos and they should have one of our canine handler, Lieutenant Potts, uh, himself and his dog. They're there for the memorial that's held each year. Uh, Morgan said he ordered the statues two years ago, but they were delayed because of COVID-19. The ordering documents and receipt, however, show otherwise. (laughs) Morgan's handwritten signature appears on the document specifying the terms of the deal with uh, Randolph Rose Collection Design Studios for the statues. Directly next to his signature, Morgan hand-wrote the date, 4-20-2020, with the words, Good to go. (laughs) <laughs> Doing bronze statues are pretty common, Morgan said. Go to the Florida Sheriff's Association. There are several of them in front. They're depicting deputies and sheriffs and first responders. Simmons said the only person at the ECSO who knew the statues when he took over in January were Morgan's former Ministry of Assistant and the ECSO's Financial Director. He said he does not blame either of them for his predecessor's decisions. <laughs> Simmons says that he learned about the order from the statues in May uh, when he was preparing for his first annual ECSO Memorial Seminary for Fallen Deputies and was looking into the possibility of adding generic non-modeled statues to the ECSO's memorial for fallen officers. As soon as I found the paperwork, I instructed the risk manager, Marcus Faulkner, to call the company and see if they could cancel this. I instructed him to find out if the company could melt it down, make a bench or something out of it, uh, so there was something we could do with it. By the time the ECSO reached out to the design company, the company's representative said it was too late. They said no and that they couldn't cancel because it was already done. The company agreed to remove the bronze name tags which read Morgan and Potts on the statue's shirts and the ECSO may still place the statue of the canine deputy somewhere on the campus. With the names offered, the statues can pass as generic statues of a deputy, uh, Simmons said. However, uh, However, the Morgan statue, which features not only... Uh, arm patches that raid uh, county sheriff, but also a chest uh, decoration with U.S. Air Force medals, which clearly resemble the former sheriff's image. It's clearly him.
1: Oh. Now
0: Seven said he is left in a position to have to figure out what to do with the statue. I've made some inquiries locally to companies about the possibility of melting it down and making it into something else we could use, but we have not gotten very far. Wow! wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh what in the this is why people who are in charge of shit should never ever have access to the checkbook this is this is a perfect example of what in the ever loving perfect way for me to give back to my community is to make them a statue of my likeness so they know I love them
0: oh this is this and is I mortalize myself. This what is, is Roscoe, R- Roscoe P. fucking Coltrane here. <laughs> yes. If Roscoe and, so, and Boss Hog had a baby, it'd be this motherfucker.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then he goes, and, and you know, we're, we're, I'm going to make it in homage to the deputies of my county, but I'm also going to emboss myself in my Air Force regalia.
0: This motherfucker, like, okay. he had his nameplate on it, for Christ's
1: sakes. Oh my gosh! And then you know, I can't imagine this other dude, this canine dude, being any better.
0: No, he was probably this dude. You know, this, he was probably the bottom bitch for this guy.
1: Uh-huh. Oh yeah, man! I can tell you what they get—they hang out at the VFW together every night. They do. They sit around, like, two, like two has-been bargoyles just sitting there drinking dollar beers. And they're fucking, like, sitting there, the Sentinels over their perch. It's like, over everything they see above the bar. Got it. and they just come up with these dreams of grandeur. And you know what? They, poor, poor fucking bastard working the bar at the VFW... You know he has to buy into it because if they're only paying a buck of beer, you know this guy ain't making a wage. He's gotta rely on whatever tips these social security bandits can fucking give him. And you know what? He just he like the he's just sitting there plucking them like a fiddle, man. Just inflating their egos and then all of a sudden we got a seventy five thousand dollar bronze two seventy five thousand dollar bronze statues. <laughs> <And somebody laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> dude oh, oh the poor guy at the office when he sees them come off the <laughs> truck he's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> You know, you know, somebody our age is probably just sitting there shaking their heads, going, There's no way. There's no way I'm going to explain this. <laughs> There's, how can I? What the hell do I do? Guy's like, What? I thought it was a great idea. It's like, Oh, you please, thought wrong. <laughs> it's like the guy drank the Kool Aid before he could even let anybody know it was a thing.
0: Shit. Ah. Uh, I. Um dude, I'm taxpayer dollars. I'm sorry. Waste of taxpayer dollars and police corruption. I'm giving it a five. I'm gonna stick with the four.
1: I just think the uh I guess I'm looking at it more from the humorous aspect than anything. I think that's shrouding my judgment. <laughs> I just can't get over the image of two old guys. Just like just like crafting, <laughs> they're sitting there like,
0: "Hey, hey, hey, Buck, Buck, we got, we got to do. <laughs> we got to get a couple statues and put them out front, you know? Yeah, we got some extra money to buy you I've been riding, I've been, <laughs> I've been riding tickets. for people going over two miles an hour over the speed limit, so we got plenty of money in the coffers. Let's get yourself an eye statue. What do you say? Come on, come
1: on, what's? Going oh on? my God, man, I would. You know what? I'll tell you what, man, as a monument to the eight listeners that we have here on the Social Liability Podcast, I I will erect a statue made out of styrofoam. Made from like I don't even Made a completely statue. out of white this trash. <laughs> yeah, but that yeah, call them, yeah, it's an insult to polystyrene. But either way man social liability score of a four from the good old
0: buck book group lay <laughs> this next one is by cbs 5 news <laughs> wkrg um uh, out of mobile county wife's boyfriend shoots husband after secretly living in their home charged with attempted murder this is gonna be a good one <laughs> a bizarre scene unfolded uh, sunday night after two men were shot on sunday night at their home in Skidmore Road, I can't make that up, And in Creel, Tracy Reeves went to her husband and told him there was an intruder in the home. That led to a gunfire between the homeowner, Frank Reeves, and Michael Amaker. What Tracy Reeves didn't tell Frank Reeves was that Amaker was her longtime boyfriend and had been living in the home without the husband's knowledge. Captain Paul Birch of the Mobile County County Sheriff's Office said that the boyfriend had been living in the house for more than a day. Something tells me it was more than that. She had been allowing him to stay in the home for a couple of days, providing him with food. Uh, There were bottles of urine in the room, which indicated he'd been there for a little while. Frank Reeves suffered a gunshot wound to the chest. Amaker was shot in the leg. Both were taken to the hospital where Amaker remains. Omaker faces charges uh, including attempted murder, possession of a controlled substance, possession of a firearm with an altered serial number. Because Omaker is a convicted felon, federal charges are forthcoming. Drugs played a role in the incident. Deputies noted Tracy Reeves was intoxicated at the time of the shooting and was too incoherent to be interviewed at the scene. Official Wait says- a second. Are you telling
1: me that there were drugs involved in this? I am telling you that drugs what? were apparently involved in this. Oh my god. Continual avant-garde, me Would
0: you care to guess what kind of drugs?
1: Oh, man. I'm gonna
0: have to say... Math. Officials say Omicron is a well-known in the methamphetamine community with multiple past charges of manufacturing <laughs> and <laughs> possession of a controlled substance. Birch and investigators believe there is more to the story, however. They said it could have been a murder-for-hire situation, a a possible explanation as to why Tracy Reeves told her husband that it was an intruder. Another thing with meth, Birch said. <laughs> people that are on meth, do uh, not only do they have paranoia, they can't keep their mouth shut. So if there was some kind of diabolical plan, it is very possible that Omaker has told some other people prior and is certainly uh, not after the fact. So, <laughs> I want to know Man. where he was I want details. I want to know where he was at in the house. I want to
1: yeah, know, man. You know. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. This is a good one, man. And I'll tell you what, Sea took it by a nose with the meth gas. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
0: but where do you man. hide where do you hide somebody in your home? And if you're I'm guessing it's not a very big home. It might be though, but if she's a meth head, uh. And, uh, I doubt it.
1: <laughs> you know what though? I'll tell you what, man. That guy could We're talking about meth heads here, man. The guy's got bottles of urine in the closet, so you know he's definitely going. He planned to head that far, or he's got somebody feeding him bottles. Meth heads they typically don't eat, so as long as he's got like a steady supply of meth, he could have been in there for a day or two without having to take a dump or anything. Well, man. here's here's the thing:
0: he, he wouldn't. Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna to stra- extrapolate on this a little bit from experience (laughs) so when you tell people that hey uh, what do you do for a living I'm a private investigator oh that sounds interesting it's not it sucks that job blows I have pissed in more Gatorade bottles than I care to try to remember that being said I have never filled more than one and a half bottles of Gatorade you know Gatorade bottles in a single day so if there was multiple bottles there this motherfucker has been there for a minute He's been there for a minute. (laughs) So I want to know where in the house this dude was hiding that homeboy never found him or suspected he was there. And he's been there long enough that he's storing piss bottles. And she was bringing him food, obviously, because he could, you know, where is he shitting? That's another thing. I mean, you can hold that in, wait till homeboy goes to sleep, sneak out and use the toilet. But uh, or wait till he goes to work, which is probably the most likely scenario. I,
1: tell, I, I, I just think he wasn't eaten. I just, I don't think he was eaten. My guess is, my guess is drop ceiling. Like, up in a drop ceiling. Like, maybe in like a crawl space. You know? Like, it could be. I mean, you know, some people have houses like that. Like, the up, the, the upper portion of their house isn't like an attic, but it's, it's kind of like a partly finished crawl space where they like store all their shit. You know? it's, it's true. Could have been something like that. But I want to know. I mean it could have been something like that. I
0: want to see pictures All of it. I, I, I want to
1: see pictures of his fucking spider hole. I, you know what though? This is just so fascinating. Like, you know, try to try to like get any inner machinations and shit like this is just like woo. Well, in, you know? in what world do you Cause... think
0: I'm gonna move my boyfriend in <laughs> with my husband and I'll keep it a secret. <laughs>
1: right. Like what kind of mental math magician does the calculus in this? Like where like where in this whole equation did this
0: equal to a good idea? And, and for this and guy and from this guy and and from the it. from the guy's perspective, oh she wants me to move into the house with her. That's a great idea. I'll just have to keep it a secret from the husband. Uh, that's gonna be over real goddamn well. It's gonna go over well. Mm. Hey. You know
1: what? If she framed it as the most epic game of meth and seek. Like, the guy, guy's quite, you know, steady supply of meth, hide in the crawl space, so what? Gotta pee in a bottle, got a steady supply of meth, girl comes up into the crawl space, gives you a little something-something, goes back I'm, down. I mean, that, 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 pussy, that pussy
0: must have cured cancer, that's all I have to say.
1: You know what, man? I mean, like, she probably had candy-flavored nipples. Who gives a shit? At the end of the day, all these people are is a glowing example of why aliens don't fucking talk to us. And that's all it is. I mean, you know, I'll bet you right now that we could look at any one of them, and they wouldn't know the name and the state capital of where they live, but each one of them could recite the directions on the back of a shampoo
0: bottle. (laughs) Yeah? Well, we're just going to leave it at that, folks. (laughs) So... That, that brings us to an end. We got to score him. We
1: got to score them. We got to score him. Um Oh, man. Go ahead. You know what? I'm, I'm going to give him a three, man. Run of the road. Run of the road. Dude. Who knows what the fuck they were
0: doing? He tried to kill a motherfucker. You're going to give him a three? Yep. No. Justifiable homicide, man. Justifiable? <laughs> I'm just messing around. fuck wrong well uh, with you? <laughs> Oh. This motherfucker tried to kill a man in his own home. 5. Oh shit.
1: Uh you know what? I I uh, there was a, there has been a critical failure in the uh you know, reading comprehension or listening comprehension department. I thought that this dude was the uh victim, not the perpetrator. They're
0: both shot. Or, the homeowner was, look, shot look, the look, look. Yeah. was shot in the chest. Methhead was shot in the leg. Look, look.
1: Right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But see, uh, you know what? I'm still I'm not going to give him a 5. I'm still going to give him a 4. I'll bump it up cuz cuz I I grossly misunderstood his uh the the whole dynamic of the uh of the standoff here. But still, no, You know what? Whatever. Guy was shot in the chest. You know what? I mean, I feel bad for him, but at the end of the day, you know, kind of, you know, know who you're sharing your bed
0: with yeah it's uh you know well eh. well that that so that all said you can catch us each and every week (laughs) we have new episodes coming out we are 64 episodes into this little adventure and buck seems a lot happier than when we started so let's keep that ball going um anything else buck don't chew
1: the trojan gum don't chew the tastes
0: like rubber well, I am your host, The Raspberries, with my co host, The Buck Grundle, telling you don't stick your dick in crazy. Have a week, folks.